A big five feature this evening, Gia Nicolaides from the Eyewitness News team on the line to us from Johannesburg. Big quarterly media briefing, uh, the first quarterly briefing undertaken by the Acting Chief Executive Brian Molefe at ESCOM today. Um, let's get five big takeouts from you from this one, uh, Gia Nicolaides, because it was quite a, a confrontational briefing. It was a briefing rich in detail. Uh, talking about the ramping up for maintenance work and avoiding load shedding. Now, for those of us who've been here long enough, we understand that those are can sometimes be mutually exclusive. That's right, Bruce. Good evening. And of course, that was one of the focuses um, from Acting CEO Brian Molefe today, saying and, and that's one of my, my first one, that's ramping up maintenance and avoiding load shedding. And he said that this is possible, that ESCOM is going to try and juggle this. This idea is for the winter plan and it emerged from the war room. And he says that this is possible because um, they need to make sure that the generators are actually working efficiently to ensure that we avoid load shedding. And he says, we're talking about minimal load shedding um, or absolutely no power cuts whatsoever. And surprisingly, we have load shedding this evening. So I'm not quite sure if he can deliver on that promise. A lot of questions coming from the media on that particular point. But he seems quite confident that that is possible um, especially over the next few months, that we won't see as much load shedding as we have, especially during May. Then, of course, he also went into the fact that we need, or ESCOM needs, more money to buy diesel. And, now and the the, reason- this, this is a controversial one. And the clips have been, uh, that you got have been going on Eyewitness News this evening, talking about the one and a half billion rand a month that is being spent on diesel, that money uh, being burnt away to keep generators going to keep the lights on. He needs more than one and a half billion rand a month? Well, that's right. He says that um, in order to have that reserve margin of about 2,000 megawatts um, on the grid at all times, um, he needs about one and a half billion rand per month in order to keep that going. And the reason why they're using the diesel is to keep these generators going um, to such an extent that we avoid load shedding, especially during business hours. And that was really his focus because he says, the economy will be damaged um, if we have uh, load shedding during the week, during business time, of course. And he said that, that 1.5 billion rand uh, per month uh, will be a lot less than the impact of load shedding. It would cost billions of rand more if we had load shedding during business hours. So that was, his, that was the next big thing that he actually spoke about. And then, of course, we had Brian Molefe criticizing uh, before, energy. Before we get there, because um, this is quite an interesting story in its own right, but, but Brian Molefe also basically saying, if you want electricity, South Africa, you better be prepared to pay for it. Now, we've already seen electricity prices more than double since the load shedding crisis of 2008. And we know that there's an application to the National Energy Regulator of South Africa of about 23 to 25% increase application by ESCOM. He's basically warning that if we're not prepared to stump up the cash for electricity, well, then there will be load shedding and you'll need to learn to live with it. That's right. And that's exactly why he tried to defend uh, ESCOM's decision to continue with this application, even though NURSA has indicated that if they do approve this, uh, this application, um, it, it can only be implemented in the next financial year. And, of course, Malefe was saying, well, this is absolutely integral. They need to buy the diesel, even though we've heard from Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown that we should be switching to gas and not diesel. But, of course, that's another entire process that isn't quite ready at this particular stage. So at the moment, ESCOM is guzzling 
diesel to such an extent to overwork these generators uh, during times that the whole power grid is vulnerable. And that is what they say has kept us out of load shedding uh, on days that we don't see it. And, of course, we've seen a lot of load shedding happening during the evening peak hours when they see electricity consumption going up. But during the day, they are keeping those diesel-run generators going. And he says, basically, this is something that South Africans essentially have to choose. Uh, will you be paying more for your electricity or will government give them that extra bit um, so that they can actually buy diesel at the end of the day? I mean, the war room is an interesting place. We don't really know what goes on in the war room. Do we know who's in the war room? Do we know that it moves in mysterious ways? They're claiming um, that the new strategy that has evolved out of ESCOM since we've seen uh, the Brian Molefi is appointed as acting chief executive, we, we've seen the war room become a little bit more proactive in its activities. What do we know about how it works, what it does, and just how successful it is? Well, we do know from Brian Molefi today that they meet on a Friday every uh, week. And, of course, they come up with a number of strategies to deal with ESCOM's challenges, one of them being, of course, load shedding. And he says that this winter plan to juggle um, avoiding load shedding and increasing maintenance to, to the maximum actually emerged and was born from the war room. Now, we know that the Deputy President, Sir Ramaphosa, heads this particular war room. But we know that there's a number of uh, executives, um, energy experts, engineers, um, and board members who sit in this war room. Uh, As the media, we've never been given information as to what exactly they discuss or any sort of report of what comes out of that war room. All we know from Brian Molefe today is he says that it's been extremely extremely useful and they continue to, to come up with ideas and strategies of taking ESCOM forward. Um, Brian Malefe is been in that job as acting chief executive for the last two months. He seems to be making some headway uh, as a guy who is able to balance the requirements of a hell of a demanding job with the uh, requirements of having to be something of a political mastermind to cope at the top of that organization with the various government departments that are interested in his time and what he's got to do as the CEO of ESCOM. Um, Is he going to stick around? Well, of course, we know that his time is running out and he doesn't actually quite know because when we ask him that question, we know he was appointed as acting CEO. He was at Transnet. uh, Transnet, And uh, just two months ago, uh, he was seconded to uh, ESCOM. And of course, he says he's supposed to be at ESCOM until mid-July, until, uh, of course, Public Enterprises Minister or the board, the ESCOM board, uh, indicates otherwise. Um, we do know that uh, the acting chairman, Ben Gubane, today said that um, he's been doing so well in his position as acting CEO. He seemed very confident when he stood up today and answered questions. Um, and, of course, it, it, it would seem, though, that, that he's perhaps been more proactive than other CEOs but it's still to be determined whether he will continue in this role, although he's made a lot of promises, um, considering that he hasn't yet been given a permanent position. Now, one looks at him in that position. One person who seems to have got under his skin is the energy expert Chris Yelland. He's a regular on the radio station. He's a regular on this show. Um, Chris Yelland is probably the most knowledgeable person, uh, independent individual in South Africa when it comes to electricity. He seems to have got under Brian Molefe's skin. That's right. And Brian Molefe called him out. He said um, Chris Yelland was sitting right there in the briefing and he said, 
Uh, I've read all your articles. I've read all your analysis. And you haven't uh, been able to offer anything constructive. And I take your analysis with a pinch of salt. And, of course, he's referring to all of Chris Yellen's analysis, but specifically uh, when Yellen very recently criticized ESCOM for this further uh, electricity tariff hike, um, saying that a, a lot of this ESCOM is trying to push onto the consumer, but a lot of it is actually ESCOM's fault, and, and they shouldn't be in this position in the first place. And, of course, Malefe called him out for it, and I think that uh, it, it was uh, quite a bit of a shock because uh, Chris Yellen was sitting right there and didn't get a chance to respond to that uh, directly in that public domain. But, of course, uh, Malefe stood up strong saying that um, he is going to turn things around, that he is quite uh, confident that he'll be able to, to juggle uh, avoiding load shedding and keeping up this enormous uh, maintenance work that needs to take place. I mean, the last time I checked, Chris Yelland wasn't on the payroll of ESCOM. I mean, his job as an observer, as an analyst, as a critic of ESCOM, is it his job to solve the problems? Um, yeah, again, that's a, it, seems that it seems slightly out of place. But Jenny Nicolaides, EWN reporter, five big takeouts from today's quarterly media briefing. Brian Malefe tearing a strip off Chris Yelland for his criticism. And thank goodness for Chris Yelland, frankly, because I've learned a huge amount about electricity, about energy consumption, about the energy crisis as a result of the in-depth analysis of Chris Yelland. Yeah, he doesn't provide solutions. Um, if he had solutions, I'm sure he would. Um, but there are different roles that different people play in society. There are watchdogs. There are people whose job it is to keep an eye and uh, to make sure that people who are supposed to be doing the job, who are getting paid the big bucks, do the jobs properly.